genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us today for the second time in our journey. Yeah, repeat guest. Is Woo. our friend Zoe. Hi. Hello. Zoe Estrin Grayley. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> this is the... well, our so i you could say that. <laughs> it's not, I mean, how long have I known you? Right. <laughs> I mean, fair, but like you'd be surprised. I'm yeah. just not used to saying it aloud. That's I just true. see it on paper and I'm what, just like, I know what Bloody that is. Mary? <laughs> no. It's like one of those <laughs> words that like you say as a kid, like you read it as a kid and then the first time you say it out loud, it's completely wrong. And then you oh. embarrass yourself in second yeah. grade and it's not good. Like rendezvous. It's <laughs> mine. I mean, like rendezvous? What the heck does that mean? Yeah. Wrap it. <laughs> Instead yeah. of rapport. Rapport. Oh, God. So what minute uh, are we talking about? So today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about minute 151, which starts with the Fellowship kind of admiring the trees in the forest they've just entered, and ends with Frodo looking very startled as the arrows are put in his face. Mm -hmm. And well, Sam is also a little less startled, but still startled behind him. Technically, the first shot is just that establishing shot of the trees. Like, yeah. there's no people in it, yeah. which is kind of weird. As, yeah. I don't know. They spend, the, like, the first 15 seconds of this minute just looking at the trees. Right. I well, just think that really that establishing shot's really out of place, because, like, we can see the trees, and they are standing in a forest, and then you look up, and it's like a canopy. They really right. wanted to show off the trees they built. I guess so. Right, because the big trees are fake trees, and then everything else is a real it's tree. Real trees, yeah. They just built fake trees in the middle of a forest yeah because they weren't big enough sometimes it's not big enough and you have to build one and pretend <laughs> that's how it works i just think it's so funny the idea of someone building fake trees in the middle of the forest i guess i guess i just watch too many nature documentaries because whenever i see an establishing shot of a, a forest canopy i expect monkeys in it now <laughs> oh that's you not know, wrong like a skittering creature in the can but there's nothing it's just david leaves. attenborough right. should have been talking during this exactly yes <laughs> just, just recast david attenborough as one of the elves as galadriel <laughs> <laughs> i mean the movie starts off with her narrating so that's appropriate it would make sense it'd work well middle earth <laughs> just the David Attenborough voice, just welcome. Oh, just very life. calmly delivering the One Ring speech. <laughs> In that kind of stuttered way. That's amazing. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Would be great. Sir David Attenborough, please read this monologue for me. <laughs> In the beginning, I just imagine him like. Yeah. I just imagine him like folding it out. Hear the paper crumple a little. <laughs> puts on glasses. <laughs> Uh, I feel like like Middle Earth, the nature series, would actually be really interesting. Like I'd watch that. 
Right? Yeah, I want like a like a bestiary or um like an exploration of the peoples of Middle Earth, but like a documentary. Yeah, with like treating as though it's totally real. Yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. With like wargs and stuff, like yeah, just like long shots of wargs hunting things, and then like baby <laughs> wargs. Right, like they did with the dinosaur planet thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd I'd buy that. Do you guys remember the Animal Planet Mermaid documentary? It was for like April Fool's Day or what? something, and they made they made this documentary all about mermaids, and they sold it as a hundred percent real, and people lost their mind, and they're like, "Just kidding, it's fake." They wore the worlds them. Yeah, that's Discovery awesome. did something like that with dragons once. Oh my god, that's amazing! That's so much Where better. Talk- Not to like dis yeah. mermaids. They about. I <laughs> tried to talk about. Uh, how it might be possible for like an animal to be able to produce fire from its like breathe fire and stuff. I love I love scientists are all nerds. Yeah. Like just talk that about was, like how would it be biologically ago. possible for a dragon to be able to breathe fire? Like, yeah, <laughs> we have to work this out. It's important. Right. These are the big about, questions. Like, they talked a lot about like bombardier beetles and other things that can like. Produce some kind of like chemical reaction. Liquid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It's a really interesting experiment. It's like an hour long documentary that Discovery that made. Documentaries, I guess. With like a CG dragon and More stuff. You know. Like eggs hatching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want that now. I want just like right. the same establishing shots from Lord of the Rings, but narrated. And with wildlife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With more wildlife in them. It's just like an emu. Because there's like no wildlife. (laughs) There's no wildlife in in this movie, really. There's very little. That's true. I mean, like... There's birds. There's some birds. You can see a sheep a few times. There's the moth. Our friend the moth. Our friend the moth. But there's not a lot of wildlife in these movies. Well, I mean... There's wildlife sounds. Yeah, but it's probably not the actual wildlife. Like... Do horses count as wildlife? Well, no. I mean, like when they when they show a field, like, like indigenous wildlife. Yeah. Okay. Or like the established huh. side of the trees, you don't even see a bird take off from a nest. Well, I mean, like, can you imagine you're just filming and then a kiwi walks by, like the bird, not the New Zealander or the fruit? Like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure a New Zealander walks by a couple of times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that most of the elves are Behold, the wild New Zealander. <laughs> I'm uh, Peter Jackson. Shows up. Well, I mean, and this is jumping way ahead, but there's there's that apparently when they made Fangorn Forest and they did the leaf litter, it was actual leaves and there were wettas in it. Um, what? Yeah, like and like giant. They're apparently giant. I. We'll never go to Australia or New Zealand. It sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. A weta is a really big water, like a, a really big beetle. They're, they're no, like a you. giant cricket. Um, yeah. And yeah, apparently... They're like, they're like three inches long. Oh my One God. of them crawled up Peter Jackson's leg during a shot, and uh, that didn't go well. <laughs> but yeah, so there was actually wildlife on the set of Lord of the Rings, just not in the movie, because... I feel like I do want to see the shot where Peter Jackson ruins it by screaming. Um, yeah, I'd watch that. But I mean, we do see centipedes and spiders. That is oh, true. That's true. But those those are like. But those are like placed, placed yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. 
It's not like and I mean they came up from the earth conveniently, right? <laughs> it's not like the the guy that played the Black Rider can literally summon right, Herman. Right. <laughs> so that, so would, that would be, be a legit. useful skill. I mean, useful is a strong no, word. No, no, for that. that's useful. That's what you do when there's a guy at the bar bothering you. Just centipedes. Yes. Yes. Cast summon vermin and then like just bugs. Well, that's assuming it can like burrow up through the floorboards, which is even more terrifying than if it just comes out of the ground. Oh, true. Just rats everywhere. Oh, <laughs> that's even worse. I'd go in for that. Rats are so cute. Leave rats alone. Sewer <laughs> rats are not cute. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems unlikely. <laughs> um, uh, Gimli's full of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first note on this minute is, Gimli, why are you like this? <laughs> he's, a, he's a proud uh, dwarf. He's so great. He has the ears of a fox <laughs> and the eyes of a hawk. No, you do uh, not. Like, absolutely We've been over this. You could, <laughs> one, you couldn't even see the doors of Durin. <laughs> or, you know, oh, that's a wisp of cloud. Right. <laughs> you know? You can't see the the skeleton, like the littered bodies on the floor in Moria of your fellow dwarves, and you have the eyes of a hawk. Yeah, right. I think Gimli's nearsighted. He needs glasses. This just feeds into my theory that he needs glasses. <laughs> yeah, little half moon spectacles. Yeah, oh. then he'd be like Santa Claus, but <laughs> oh, or like prescription goggles that he can wear with the helmet. Prescription goggles. He look like one of those dogs in goggles. <laughs> oh no, we can't have that. <laughs> oh. Uh, what Harry Potter movie is it where he's wearing the sport goggles instead of his glasses? That's what I'm. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's the third one where he's wearing the sport goggles and like during Quidditch, they're like strapped. To oh his my face. god! Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like goggles and the helmet on. That's so funny. He'd have like one of those he, little he, strings around his neck with the beads on it. Yeah, like a lanyard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, lanyard, yeah. <laughs> Except it's all chain link. Oh my god. That's so. It's like. <laughs> oh man. Gimli needs glasses. Yep. I believe it. The, uh,. <laughs> Yes, he does. I'm just still laughing about that. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I wanted to wanted to mention in regards to Gimli is that John Reese davies says that the way that he played Gimli was supposed to be that he comes off as like fearless, except when it comes to magic, of which he's very untrusting. <laughs> mm. So he's talking about the witch in the forest. Yeah, <laughs> everything you can see is fine, but but not this crazy <laughs> right. elf witch. He's not. He's not digging that. Which is I don't great. understand this, and therefore I'm afraid of it. Well, I mean, it's, really it's realistic. Yeah. So it's just like goblins, cave trolls, whatever. It's fine. That's that's cool. If I can swing my axe at it and make it bleed, I'm cool with it. I don't deal with magic. Right. That's basically my D&D character. <laughs> it's a good way to be, though. I don't know, that seems rational to me. Like, yeah, I mean, like, especially in a high fantasy setting where right. there's, like, wizards and dragons and stuff. Like, right. If it bleeds, that means I can kill it. Right. I can deal with this. If 
if uh, like magic sparks are coming at me, I'm gonna hide. I mean, yeah, that seems there safe. There you go. <laughs> um. So actually, this has the first shot of my favorite lighting effect. Hey. Um, nice. Is it Galadriel's eyes? It's eyes. Oh, it's so clever. Like, oh, it's it's awesome. And it's really brief here, but there's a... In, like, five minutes, there's another one. Um, yeah, it yeah. looks like there's, like, tiny flashlights being shown What at they her, did or... was they put um, Christmas lights all over the camera rig. So every time oh. she looked at it, they reflected, and it's supposed to represent... In the book, she's described as like having very old eyes and they didn't really know how to show that so what they ended up doing was um this star field idea so that instead of one shine in her eye she has many um as though you're looking into like eternity and the galaxy and stuff <laughs> it also lends to the whole kind of oracle mystique that she has because if she's reflecting like multiple points of light it's like she's reflecting multiple futures that she can yeah, see yeah exactly it's a really really cool effect and it's one that like I would never have thought of that. That's genius. Uh, shout out to the lighting guys. Yeah, it's really striking and it really mm -hmm. helps uh, make Galadriel feel unique. Even Especially among all because the like, her eyes, I mean, they're not as blue as Elijah Wood's eyes. But who is? Nobody on Earth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But her eyes are very striking yeah. by themselves. So like amped up with the, the lighting and making her face like glow yeah really, really her cool. lighting is really really cool i'm very into it um i will say though that her whisper thing in this reminds me of dune um <laughs> which is not a compliment uh. <laughs> um i have never said anything complimentary about the film dune sorry dune fans except i love it which i guess is a compliment <laughs> Um, this is stupid, oh, but I love so it. it's <laughs> so bad, and I love every terrible second of it. Um, yeah, just whisper narration kind of sets me on edge after watching Dune. So hearing that, I was like, oh no, oh, don't say anything weird. We're staying. <laughs> I, I just always expect to hear the phrase, like, be who you want to be when I hear whisper narration. <laughs> mm. Mm. Like, whispered encouragement. You know what whispery dialogue I'm excited to to witness for the first time eventually. Mm. Um, Jupiter ascending. What? Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> have you have you not seen this nonsense? I have not. Oh seen it. Oh my god! <laughs> I want to watch it as one of our Sean Bean oh, movies. Oh yeah! I forgot he's in that. But... <laughs> oh, oh, it is! It is a glorious disaster. <laughs> I'm super excited. <laughs> like. No lie, I love that movie, but also I acknowledge it's terrible. Like, I don't have guilty <laughs> pleasures. I have movies that I like despite knowing they are awful. It's, it's I fair. make no excuses for them. Oh my god, I'm so excited <laughs> I, that I, you're going to see this. Oh, this is really, like, <laughs> because it's the kind of movie that I watch and I'm like, wow, I want to know what Cassandra has to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll get to it eventually. We'll do it for a weekend edition for our Sean. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. I just want to. I can't wait for like 
whispery <laughs> glam Eddie Redmayne. Like <laughs> nothing makes sense. <laughs> it's beautiful. It like like legitimately beautiful, but also makes no sense and was probably written by like a thirteen year old girl. But you know well, it's what? The, it's the Wachowskis. Yeah, it was probably written by one of them when she was thirteen. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what happened. That's fair. Um Yeah, it's but then again, like, we have so many movies that are basically like a thirteen year old boys fan fiction. So right, like we exactly. might as well get a thirteen year old girls. Like Um yeah. I'm I'm actually ready to watch that. When the trailers came out, I really wanted to go see it. I didn't want to because I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> justify spending money on it, so I was just like, "I'll just wait for that to come out on DVD." Oh man, one of the boys I worked with got me it for my birthday last year. It was like, nice. Awesome. Uh, yeah, no, that so that was my embarrassing confession of the day. <laughs> so, here, you might like this strange, strange movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is weird and not necessarily the best way. Here you go. <laughs> I think you might like yeah, it. Exactly. It's not as... Look, I've watched some weirder stuff. So there is that. But I don't know. It's like, it's like Pacific Rim, but stupider. Oh, man. That's okay. very easy. <laughs> I'm sold. I don't know. Like very... Pacific Rim has a dumbness to it, which I quite like but well because it's a big dumb homage exactly. to mech anime which is fantastic yeah no uh, like like jupiter ascending is like like sailor moon levels of ridiculous <laughs> see i know what to say to get you to watch things and sean bean doesn't die that's true so. <laughs> i honestly forgot about that. it's like a unicorn <laughs> oh well, that's all my notes. <laughs> yeah, not a lot happens in this. It's just no, establishing it's just shots. Walking around, walking around oh, the forest. Yeah. The Gimli I, joke. Gimli's um, dialogue, because he's basically the only person who talks, is uh, a little phlegmy. You know, do you know, you well, know what I mean? I mean, you got to remember that he's having an allergic reaction <laughs> to like true. everything. That's true. Um, I think it's especially pronounced here. Um... Because he's like, I can't even do a it. Good, it is, it is like, uh, it does sound like he's having an allergy attack for the first time. Well, you know, apparently Sean Astin like constantly quoted Indiana Jones oh, at God. him oh, my during God. filming. <laughs> so <laughs> he was constantly like make, poking fun at his accent That's like the so whole my time. God. <laughs> oh, they're like wacky children. That's hilarious. Um, this is the first. They really are. Th there's some uh, LaFlorian theme in here. The beginning of the music. Oh, true. An excellent theme. Which. Like this how, is the first uh, time we hear the name Galadriel, right? No. We or no, don't. We don't even hear her name here. It's just a witch in the forest. <laughs> right, right. This is, the, this is the first time we. This No, it's not even the first time we see her, but it's the first time we see her with any context. Yeah, yeah, because there is that that shot in the beginning of her yeah. looking at the ring or her ring. We are going to hear her name for the first time this week, though. Yes, before we see her. 
part of Gimli's lines here exist solely as a way to set up Galadriel before we see her. Well, I also because I mean, without them, there is no setup there. for Galadriel. We'll get to it eventually. She's <laughs> just there. But I also like that with these lines, we set up like the very first Gimli being okay with elves thing. Yeah, because like he's like, oh, we well, up, right, because no. we set up the small arc inside mm-hmm. Lothlorien itself, right. Because he's like all bluster, like, oh, well, you know, she'll never get to me. And then at the end, it's like, aha, uh-huh, sure. You sure, are the most buddy. beautiful thing I've ever seen right. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I want one <laughs> creepy strand of your hair. Just, oh, okay. Just okay, like a three. total weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you all know this. It was, it was asked yeah. out of innocence. I don't know. Yeah. People keeping hair is always weird. It's still That's like weird. a serial killer thing. I guess it's actually like fairly common, but it's weird to me still. Um, I don't think it's fairly common now. Yes. It was fairly common like in yeah, the Victorian like, like, era. I guess women would do it like in the Middle Ages and stuff, but Yeah. Like here's a token Your of my favorite. Yeah, they had so much yeah. hair. Like that was the style. The style is having true. a lot of hair. Like I'm not gonna give you my hair, that's gonna ruin everything on my head. Do you know how long that takes to grow? Stop that. It would be weird. I mean, also, if I caught somebody keeping my hair, I'd be really uncomfortable. So. Yeah. (laughs) Right. What what do you need that for? Are you gonna, like... Yeah, it's like, um... Like, are you gonna do some voodoo on me or something? I always think of that dude in that terrible Charlie's Angels movie. Oh my! God. I'm just making awful references Speaking of today. Terrible movies. <laughs> oh man. Oh, they're the those worst. movies are so bad. <laughs> not in not in an I love them way. They just are actively the worst. Oh, they're just bad. But that's always just what bad. I think of. So I think that I think that about does it for today. <laughs> So, thanks for joining us today, Zoe. You can find us on duelinggenre.com. And if you're so inclined and would like to lend us your support, we also have a Patreon at duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.